Hey everybody, welcome to the Theomatic Podcast, the place that we are making good theology automatic. This is season two already. Thanks to everybody who joined us for season one. We're really excited for this season because we're going to be answering questions, your questions. Every episode is going to be a response and an answer to a question that somebody asked. And so we're so glad that you're with us. Every time that you leave a comment, rate, or subscribe, it helps get the word out for more people to join us. So make sure you do that on whatever platform you're listening on. And let's jump right into today's episode. Welcome everybody. Daniel, today hey. our question is very simple and yet I think so deep and and intimate to a lot of people. And Lisa on TikTok asked this, why don't I feel the Holy Spirit? Hmm. Why don't I feel the Holy Spirit? And I don't know if she meant at all. Um, I know other people would wonder why they hmm. don't feel the Holy Spirit all the time or why don't I feel him at certain times or why don't I feel him anymore when maybe they felt like when they first got saved or something it was this moment and they felt him so mm. let's have a discussion and I think a lot of people could benefit from this discussion thank you for the question Lisa what is the role of feelings and emotions when it comes to the presence of God or the Holy Spirit Hmm. And um, are you supposed to feel God all the time or is is it actually part of his design that we wouldn't feel him? Wow. You want to start on this one or you want me to? I want you to. <laughs> yeah, I have some thoughts, but I'm curious to see what you, okay. what you would say. Well, I'll start it off right here then. I would say, number one, we are, we are a... A spirit. I think C.S. Lewis says, you're not a body with a spirit, you're a spirit with a body. body. And we also have a soul, which to me, the word soul is complex, but I think most people would agree that your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. emotions. <laughs> so let's that just say- That would be the Hebrew understanding of it from okay. what I've learned, yeah. The only thing that's weird is that there's some places in the Bible that talk about the soul being saved- which mm -hmm. if, if all this, anyway, that's deeper. Or what, like prophet man to gain the whole world, but lose his soul. Right. Right. And so it, maybe it's just in those certain passages, really they're using the word soul, but they mean spirit. Maybe. It but could anyway, be the translation. That's not the point of this podcast. But let's just say for the sake of argument that you're a body and then your mind, will, and emotions, but really what you are is a spirit. Yeah. In other words, if your flesh dies, are you still alive? Yeah, Daniel Hunt, the spirit yeah, is eternal. The information yeah. that makes God me created me. you and you'll excuse me, you will be living forever, even though your flesh won't. So Thank you, Jesus. How does what God is doing in our spirit interact with what is happening in the flesh or the mind or the will of the emotions? And what and there's overlap, of course, because we're we're a unified you know, being right now in this life. Um, I think that, that obviously what's most important is your spirit, your eternal being. Mm -hmm. um, but what happens in your spirit is going to impact, you know, mm -hmm. the other capacities that you have. Yeah. Okay. So do I think that it's okay to feel God and, and have good emotions at times? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. When the love of my life walks in the room, I, I'm going to feel something. That's great. Yeah. Light it up, up, up. Right. But at the same time, 
just because I don't feel the same way towards my spouse now 12 years in that I felt on my honeymoon. For sure. Does that mean that either my spouse isn't there anymore or she's more distant from me or something's wrong in our relationship or the love has grown cold or no, no, no. And so what I would submit is that when you feel when you feel the presence of God, that's a blessing, but that is not mm. God's primary concern. And actually, I think that it's in the moments when you don't feel him or in other ways have some sort of self-pleasure or fulfillment from him or the relationship. I actually think it's in those moments that there's not a lesser degree of love. It's a deeper. But a greater, more deeper opportunity to express what real love and real covenant is, and that's the same in our marriage. That's I don't always the feel the same way towards my spouse and I, anybody that's been married for longer yeah. than a honeymoon. And it's not a bad thing. And exactly. Mm-hmm. But culture has convinced us that, you know, love is a feeling, and, and if I don't feel it anymore, I must not love them I'm anymore. I'm out of love now. Yeah. yeah, and then when it comes to us and God, if I don't feel him anymore, he's not there. And so what I've found myself doing as a pastor especially when it's a camp or a conference or clearly um, a moment where God showed up in a manifest way and somebody meets God. Mm -hmm. I try as often as I can to tell that new young disciple, hey, I'm so glad you're feeling God, like you're crying, you you feel God. And what a gift from him. But I want to let you know at some point in the Mm -hmm. future, maybe two weeks, maybe two months, maybe two years, you're not going to have the same feelings that you do now. And when that time happens, I just want to make sure you're not surprised. Yeah. That's totally normal. And God is not banking on you feeling emotionally this. What he's banking on is you knowing that he's with you no matter what you feel and no matter yeah. what you go through. So that's where I would start it. That's and that, good. That, that's how I would encourage people. Yeah. So the question was, why don't I feel the Holy Spirit? Yeah, this specific specific question is, why don't I feel the Holy Spirit? Yeah. And then we're sort of answering with... Um, um, it's not a guarantee that you'll always feel it. I think that's a truth. Um, I know I've gone through times in my life where I've desperately wanted to feel his presence and in his wisdom, he, he withheld maybe my sensing of his presence so that I could seek him more. And in that deep work of seeking him, I found out so many things in myself that were prohibitive Mm -hmm. to his presence. Now, when I say his presence, I mean his manifest presence, his obvious presence. I always tell my kids, it's like, um, and I think this is good for anybody. It's good for me to remind myself of this, that I am in the family of God. And when I have a sin issue in my life or when I'm struggling through something, it's not like God takes me out of the courthouse and changes my last name and I'm out of the family. Right. But what sin is like is it's like kind of being placed in a jail cell and while you're while you're still a member of the family there is an obvious feeling of separation there is some isolation there there is some like there is like a um a seeming distance between you because mm-hmm. of the the ca- captivity of the sin that you're in so that's kind of how I describe it to my kids I don't know if it's a per- perfect analog cuz none of us have ever been to jail but um it's a it's a good one I think because you're still in the family so my point here in in setting all of this up is um there are going to be lots of moments in your time as you 
spend uh, spend it with Jesus where you won't feel him. David, like, re- go read the psalm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's obvious. Sometimes he's like, oh, you're so amazing. Oh, yeah, it's so clear. And then sometimes it's like, where, where have are you, you gone? Yeah. yeah, 100%. And then he does this cool thing where he even speaks to his own soul. Why are you so downcast? That is exactly where I was going. Like, oh, when those... Sorry, no, no, you, you <laughs> affirmed my thunder. It's been affirmed. No, it's so good. Like, David models this thing and... He's so passionate, dude. I mean, talk about somebody who wants to feel the presence of the Lord all the time. Um, but um, he he speaks to his soul like, why are you downcast? He's reminding his soul all that he has to be grateful for. Exactly. And he's commanding he, it to respond. And, and, yes, and yeah. I will yet praise him. I he's will reminding yet. his feeling so center good. of what he knows to be true. That's the way. So why don't you feel the Holy Spirit? Well, you're not owed anything to feel the Holy Spirit. In fact, because of the, I get chills just thinking about this because it's so impactful for Are all of us. Are you feeling the Holy Spirit? I'm feeling the Holy <laughs> Spirit. No, I'm reacting to the reality of his love mm. for all of these people listening. And mm-hmm. that does affect me. I, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Feelings are great, but joy is not a feeling. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Like, like we can have a response to joy, but joy is something other than a feeling. It's beyond it. Um, in fact, the joy when it's taken in the Lord, that is our strength. Like, mm-hmm. like, and and uh, so anyway, the point is, yeah, I'm having a reaction. It's not feeling the Holy Spirit. It's my human body reacting to the realities of His persistent ever-present love for us and reminding our soul when we don't feel him, hey, get in line. Do you know how good we have it? I will yet praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. So if you don't feel it and you want to have a feeling of joy or comfort, and here's the deal, one of the roles of the Holy Spirit, I think we talked about this last season, is he is a comforter. Right. Like, is comfort an emotion? I don't actually think comfort's an emotion. I think it's a baseline of all emotions. Comfort is like this zone where you're not too low and you're not too high. Hmm. You're peaceful. Comfort, I've never heard, has, I'm feeling comfort, you know? Yeah. It's not an emotion. It's a stabilizing of your emotions hmm. is how I view it. Okay. And so one of the roles of the Holy Spirit is not just to make you feel him. It's to stabilize your human emotions in the peace that is his presence. Hmm. So you're okay. So that's kind of how I've always viewed it. And um, I think that peace is available for anyone who will seek him and have him and allow him to comfort them. Good. So I'm thinking, why is this important? And why is this question important? So yeah. I'm going to shoot a few at you real quick. So number one. Shoot them. If somebody doesn't feel the Holy Spirit, but they've put faith in Christ, they've, they've accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, um, is that necessarily a negative sign if they've never had that emotional experience is that okay you can be saved without feeling it yes you can you can be saved without okay. feeling him. yeah so number two if somebody has had a a really emotional experience in a church service or a conference or something at one point and then later in life they don't have those same experiences does it mean that god showed up more then and and now he's not no in fact no I'll just answer that. Do you want to expand on it? It's a, okay. Let me say this one thing. We call them mountaintop experiences in the You called it a gift. I think that's a brilliant way to describe it. He's ever present 
all the time. But like when we fast, it breaks down our body in some sense and it makes it more vulnerable to his presence. Uh That's all it's when you're at camp and you put away your friggin' phone and you set aside all the complexities and, you know, complications of life and you, you set your heart on finding him. Yeah. You're probably gonna have an emotional response to the amazing person that you're spending time with. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's what it is. Right. Anyway, sorry, carry on. I think one of the dangers of what happens when we're emotions focused is um, it's like you show up into a gathering and then somebody that was in the same setting as you, oh man, did you just feel the Holy Spirit? I I felt, I felt the Holy Spirit. And then you're like, oh, I didn't feel that. So either is something wrong with me Mm -hmm. or is God mad at me and not that person or and um or even more carnally like when the worship le- leader is like don't you feel his presence I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> like my kid threw up on me i literally just got them into the child thing like no no i'm not feeling anything right now you know mm-hmm. like and you're almost like what's wrong with you mr mm-hmm. emotion you know or whatever yeah so we need to be careful yeah that we don't put god into this box of whether I felt him or not, especially in a worship service where like, oh, God was there. Yeah. No, he's probably there, whether he, you felt him or yeah, not. He's, he was in your car yeah. with you on the way here, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. No, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think what's behind the question. Um, I'm imagining, and I'm try- I'm you know, just in my empathy, I'm imagining this person who desperately wants to feel the presence of the Lord. I mean, I've had moments yeah, I remember being a teenager. I was like, I literally was so desperate to hear from the Lord that I was, I was just like, just show up in this room. Just show up, please. Like, mm-hmm. like, like whatever you tell me, I promise I'll do it. Like show up. So I know that it's you, you know, and, and thankfully he didn't do that. And, and, and why is because he would have robbed me of the gift of faith. You know, the Bible says that the angels don't have faith because they've seen God and seen is a scene is a sight it's a sense right and it's um sometimes when we don't feel or sense or see god and we still choose to follow the biggest gift is right on the other side of that faith expression right so it was literally like one of the best moments that's ever happened to me not in that particular moment but what followed shortly after was i think it was saint john of the cross or Teresa of Avila, I don't remember, but talking about the dark night of you the soul. You know a lot about monks and saints. I'm very impressed. I <laughs> <laughs> have a degree in theology, Daniel. Uh, no, I, I don't know about lot. saints. I know a tiny bit. <laughs> Get a book on monks. <laughs> but there was there was this one writer. It was one of those guys, some old person, that wrote about the dark night of the soul. Mm. And I feel like in my life there's been at least three times where like I've had a real season of the dark night of the soul. Hmm. And so I guess my point in saying that is we could talk more about what that is, but it is basically like a time where it's just, you're in faith still, but it's, it's just a struggle. It's St. John of the cross. It was. Yeah. I looked it up for you. Ding, 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 nailed it. Give me the points. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Oh, my wife is trying to get a hold of me. What? You can you can do that. Fine, man. I know, but 
we're going to keep this footage in because I literally just said, ding, 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 give me the points. And then she did the ding, 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 ding. That was amazing. <laughs> Man, that's so funny. His phone went off. We had him on airplane mode this whole time. Yeah, it was amazing. But God wanted me to get the points on that one. Bing, St. Bing, John bing. of the Cross. So <laughs> why don't we just go straight God into- God wanted me to get the points. <laughs> I felt him on that I one. I felt him. Why don't we go straight to some final thoughts on yeah. this? Um, I mean, I think I've said mainly um, everything about this. So I just want to encourage you, Lisa and, and anybody else, you're not alone for sure. I have wondered this myself. I've desired to feel the Holy Spirit more at times. And I get this question all the time as a yeah. pastor of, because because we want to... We want to feel God, I think, in our emotions because that's a blessing. But I think more than that, yeah. people just want to really know that God's with them. And so can I encourage you, God, the scripture, here's some good theology. The scripture reminds us that God will never leave us or forsake us, whether you feel him or you don't, whether you have goosebumps or you don't, whether it felt like that camper conference or not, there's a God is with you. He's for you. And, you know, even if you don't feel him, he's still there. And number two, that it's a blessing for us to walk through all the different seasons of relationship with him, mm. similar to a marriage, Beautiful. because it's a great opportunity to express real love, even when you don't feel it or when you're not receiving that self or that you know gratification or pleasure from it. But that's the opportunity to stay in relationship, in love, in faith with God, even if you don't feel yeah. it. So I, I would just echo and just add my two cents. I think a lot of times folks, including myself, want to feel God. And the reason is for assurance. When it, mm -hmm. you know, if I feel him, I'll, I'll be sure. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know anything more fickle than emotions or least certain, you know, less certain than emotions. Right. And so my encouragement is exactly the same as Craig. I mean, this, we didn't discuss it. We didn't plan it. I would end it with the exact same thing. Your certainty is his promise. That's your certainty. Yeah. And I think as you reflect on the certainty of that promise, you will feel pretty connected and you will have the result of of that belief a truth not believed is the same as believing a lie essentially mm -hmm. it doesn't have the effect on you when you know that his presence in your life lisa is certain and he's with you and you dwell on that i believe that's when the holy spirit can come in and really comfort you and bring those emotions into balance and so um, um if you're feeling fearful you'll feel peaceful and if you're feeling excited you'll you'll become focused on his presence and so that's my two cents um, um but yeah we've all we all want to feel uh his presence yeah well i'd like to just close in a prayer and it's not going to be asking him for us to feel him. Although again, that's that's a great gift, but it's gonna be asking that we would know him deeply that's it. in our soul and that he would fill us. So Lord, I thank you for my brother Daniel and for Lisa and for all of our friends out there listening to this. And we pray that you would fill us with your spirit, that you would assure us on the inside that you're with us and that you're guiding us. We commit ourselves to you, whether we feel you or we don't, for all of your ways and purposes, we love you and we want more of you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And God bless you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining this episode today. We're so glad that you're with us. If this episode spoke to you, make sure you share it with a friend. And every time you leave a comment, subscribe and share. It helps get the word out. We're so glad that you're with us on this journey, and we'll see you next time.